Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are one of the top 100 Geelong-based gaming podcasts uh, where we play some games badly and then talk about them. We are going a little bit back to old school, old style. Kicking it old school, back to our roots. What's it like being able to uh, see the little countdown? Are we a fan of the countdown? The countdown over on the left side, or yeah, the one that one that says three, two, one, go. So I don't have to. Yes, <laughs> rocket go now. Uh, yeah, look, it'll do. It'll do. I'm still not used to it being on the left side. I must say. I oh, know they changed the format, and now I'm lost. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> bring it back. Go back to the middle. Uh, Jace, I don't know if you're aware. Uh, it depends if you've I'm read the emails in the uh, TCG email address. I logged into for the first time. Doubtful. Um, That's not something I would do. We hit a milestone with the last episode. No, I definitely haven't read those emails. Ah, 5,000 downloads. Over 5,000. <gasps> which means that both of our listeners have listened to each of our 2,500 episodes that we have. Yes. That's that's how math... I mean, that is the math checks out, <laughs> but... The facts uh, behind the math. I've been releasing a whole heap without you. Uh, I see what's happened here. <laughs> Finally, like some quality content. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah by the time of me is enough. By the time you realise that there's no content in them, you've already listened to the whole thing. That's it. It marks it down. <laughs> Spotify counts. Um, but yeah, no, look, this is, this is huge for us. We, uh, so I just want to say a big thank you to everyone. Um, appreciate people actually listening to this crap. You people are nuts. Yeah. Which is weird because. Get better taste. Uh, (laughs) Look, there's at least another 99 better Geelong based gaming podcasts than us. Oh, we did. We said we're in the top 100. We didn't say we're in the top 100. Like that's that's in the in the top one hundred generally means if you're going to say you're in the top one hundred, that means you're like a hundred. Well, uh, doesn't mean that you're third. No, <laughs> you wouldn't say that, right? But if you're any amount over fifty, because I mean, in the top sixty is a bit weird. Like it clearly is between fifty and sixty. If that was the case, <laughs> in the top seventy three. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't doesn't quite have the same ring, so I assumed it was just in the upper bracket. Like we might be, we might be ninety seventh on that list. Oh, we might be. I mean, this list is all in my head anyway. I'm just assuming that there are at least a hundred gaming podcasts based in Geelong. Because why wouldn't there be? No, but even if they there aren't, right? Them in their non-existent state is still better. Than what we're producing. <laughs> Not listening to them is better than listening to us. Yes. All right. Agreed. <laughs> True on all counts. Um, but yes. Yeah, so thank you to everyone that's bothered to listen to to the crap that we spew out with our, our verbal vomit. 
on an irregular occurrence. There's a lot of words for late at night. Um, so thank you to you guys. Special thanks to our Patreons too for, for helping us uh, run some competitions, give some stuff away, and uh, hopefully grow the, the channel a little bit. So I appreciate you guys too. Uh, but that's enough patting ourselves on the back. I thought we were patting them on the back. No, actually, we were doing the exact opposite, weren't they? We were calling them just generally poor... Poor in taste. Yeah. We'll stop doing that. They might all leave. Um, <laughs> both of them. We can't get rid of both of them. What would we do then? Who would we talk to? I'm I not mean, talking to you. I don't do this to talk to you. No. Pass. Hard pass right there. <laughs> Anywho, shall we talk a little bit about hobby? Let us do that. I mean... I'm trying to work out what I've done since we last spoke and when we last spoke and and all of those things. But look, there's I don't know if you're aware, but there is a certain Blood Bowl Sevens event coming up. Yeah, I saw it that. Is, it's it it's is, in Sydney, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's also one in country no, the one in country Vic is an elevens event. Okay. That's different. But anyway. Can't but be also, talking about the bonehead one because that's already been gone. I know, right? Did look pretty though. Um, no. Dealing ideas. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but the, look, the moral of the story here is there is a Blood Bowl 7s event coming up and I foolishly committed to doing some hobby things for it. Um, so that has been the lion's share of all the hobby I've been doing for the last however long. So that is the... The necromantic sevens team that mm-hmm. I put together and and have been feverishly <laughs> smashing paint on, realizing how quickly. But that look, the happy news is is they are done and dusted and sitting here next to me. They're actually done. Yeah, we we I mean, last time we spoke, we ran through the the players pack for the the sevens event, yeah. and as I said in that episode, they looked done then. I don't know. You're, they're you're they're done done they're now. Actually done. Unless I decide to tweak the base numbers again, um, which is not completely unlikely. But anyway, um, beyond that, absolutely done. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, they, they're done. And then I realized that there is a chance that we could have odd numbers on the day. So yes. if, if somebody, you know, is is driving to the event and, you know, is abducted by aliens or, or has some kind of very fortunate event, because that's all I would ever wish on you people, that means that they couldn't uh, attend, um, then, you know, finally that Nigerian prince comes through with the goods and they have to, to fly out to collect, then, you know what, um, we, we might need to step in. When you say we, it's more of a royal we, isn't it? I mean, the, the option is there. Because if there's, there's two of us, and it if is. you're saying there's odd numbers, if we both step in, there's still going to be odd numbers. Correct. So, however, there is four games and two people. Well, there is that too. So, you know, there are options uh, in all of these things, right? But the important thing is here, the hero that Gotham needs. Um, 
So that's that's a legitimate thing that we might need to consider. And as such, I started playing with ideas for rosters that we might take in the event of such uh, an unfortunate series of events occurs. Um, and when you I, say you started playing with ideas for rosters, like okay, I wrote like four hundred and seventy-six rosters. That was before um, we announced the tournament that you wrote. You, you correct. Been, you've been planning for oh, so many. I think I've I have legitimately done rosters for every team, um, <laughs> just to work out what I could or could not do, and then the ones I liked, I did multiple rosters for to see if I could I could squeeze some extra love out of them. And then I had to stop myself and realize that we are playing in the eventuality of our numbers. We're just there to to give one player around a swell old time. We're not there to compete for anything. You know, it, it's so I had to to really focus on the spirit of the game and uh, the spirit of the event and what it would take. So you are preparing said team. So, yeah, I then had to decide. Well, I, of course, picked a team I didn't have painted. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I've realized that I've got like a week and a half to make that happen. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty Shit tons. Not even a problem. Look, they're hard, to be honest, they're half done um, now. So we're good. I've been, I've been going. I even got a couple of games in with them to see how they play. And how did they play? It is possibly the most fun I've ever had. Um, Ooh. Ooh, it okay. is it is ridiculous. Do we want to give away? Because I can give you a really quick, joyful experience. Go. All right. <laughs> so halflings is the thing. They're fine. You know what makes halflings kind of good? A, inducements. And B, Treeman. So we scrapped that idea. And you know the other thing that we can do at Thoughtless Bowl because somebody wrote a player's pack to allow such ridiculousness is a giant. And yeah. you can... Go on. You can max out your positionals. You can take two halfling hefties, two halfling catches, none of the trees think you can still fit in four little halfling hopeful linemen and with all of the remaining cash you can put in a giant and is one it, skill so now brain is just going into overload here so when you say halfling giant i assume you mean human linemen no 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 i mean i mean death zone mercenary giant Okay. Now, this is something I'm definitely going to have to read up on the rules for the Giants before the tournament. It's really easy. It's it's not even a problem. The rules are basically non-existent for the Giant. Um, it's just a very big player. And he can't hit things behind him. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So he has no tackle zones to his rear, which means facing matters. Um, he takes up four squares. And so needs to have all four squares that he is moving into clear. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, he's another player. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. Like there are your standard rules. He has Mighty Blow 2. He has 
throw teammate and always hungry and bonehead and multiple block. Always I remember hungry. that. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Now multiple block just reduces the strength by two, doesn't it? Correct. So, but his strength, his strength seven. Oh, good lord! So he's multiple blocking. Bloaters he's multiple and Crocs's, not Crocs's, uh, Soros's and things on two dice just by himself. Hell, he's multiple blocking two ogres on one dice by himself just because he can. Hell, on a blitz, he has Juggernaut. So, you know, why not? Um, oh, dear. So, hobby-wise, where, yes. where does this fall into? Are we painted yet? Are we based? So, the entire team is on bases. I have added some kind of text just to do said bases. They are all primed. I've done a bit of a white sort of value sketch type deal with the airbrush. I've added a bunch of texture. I've added color to all of the halflings. So the giant is still black and white right now. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I've got time. Um, the halflings are mostly done. Okie dokie. All right. I'm liking this. I'm liking it's ridiculous. This yeah. So potentially the most fun I've had playing Blood Bowl for it's stupid, right? So I played one game against Jared's Ogres and the Giant did giant things and the rest of the team doesn't matter. Um and then last or this Monday just gone, I played Ant's uh team. Okay. Uh, his Norse team. Yep. Um and on turn one, so I I received on turn one, the giant failed his bonehead roll. Which is going to okay. happen. It's going to happen. That's a thing. It's fine. It was early. I had space. On turn two, he blitzed some things, and that was great. On turn three, he failed his bonehead roll. Yep. And then on Ant's turn three, he two-die uphill blocked the giant with a Norse lineman mm -hmm. and killed him. Outright. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. My memory goes back to my Beast of Nurgle being up, up-diced by a dwarf lineman to death. It was, it was literally, it was like a, 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 a dodge star and a both down. And he's like, uh, no, it wasn't even that. It must have been just like a skull and a both down. And he's like, do you have block? I'm like, no. He's like, I do. Down you go and just rolled box scars for the armor. I love it. It was the best. And then I then I played an entire game, basically an entire game of sevens with eight halflings. So the lesson we should all take from this is that Put if you are coming or if you are coming to Thoughtless Ball and you see a giant on the other side, uphill block that sucker. I mean, the dude's armor 11, but it's worth a shot. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was the best. And it was like turn three, the first <laughs> half. It was so cool. Anywho, so my hobby for this has so far been playing it, painting Necromantic. They're done. Painting Halflings. Look, I'm going to call them three quarters done. Um, and beyond that, the print has been going a little bit silly. I did get all of the Brute Fun uh, Underworlds. Yep, all of all of them are done now, yes, including sure. star players that I will never use. 
but you have it's, the models now. But it's a rat ochre with a ball and chain. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's happening. I have just started pumping out the new, the Cult of the Lamb Chaos team. Oh, you got them too. Yes. Maybe we so, need to talk. I've I've been I, just just a sneaky little test today, um, to see how they come out. Okay, moral of the story. Um, so look, between that and said, the rest is kind of been tournament prep. But yep. yeah, I've I've really been enjoying because the the halflings are literally you know kind of slap top slap chop mm-hmm. plus plus. Um, so much fun to paint. Stuff comes together so quickly. Now, are these the GW halflings? They are. Yeah, because I, I remember having a lot of fun painting them. Super fun. And the models are just so characterful. Yeah. Like, it's really hard not to just enjoy painting the ferret stuff down one of them's trousers. Like, it's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a teapot on his head and say, oh, it's so, yeah. They're fun. Um, they're coming together really quickly, and I'm actually pretty happy with them. So it's it's a win all round. Is the moral of the story? Excellent. Well, that's that's been the primary focus, really. Okay. It's been like ninety nine point nine percent of what I've been doing. Well, that's not too bad. That's more than me. Look, you know, all I've really been doing, I've had a and a College of Death on um, Dungeon Ball team. Prepped for ages, ready and primed black, ready to go, ready to be played, ready to be painted. Uh, they've been here for months, right? Now that the league that we're running is coming so close, so close to an end, we've got um, two rounds and one extra game to be played, and then finals. Yeah. So it's very close to being done. And after that, we're doing just a what do you call it? Knockout, knockout dungeon bolt. So I thought yep. I should get some paint on these guys. And I finally, I thought I'd give this slap chop a go. I haven't tried it. I've, tr- I mean, I've used contrast paints various different ways, but this slap chop method, I thought I'll give this a go on on these guys. So all of my team is now undercoated and dry brushed and ready for the the slapping and the chopping. And I have pretty much done one skeleton lineman. And I'm quite happy with how he's come out. Like, a little bit more detail to do on him. And I did end up doing, like, a little bit of highlight, not highlighting, but edge highlighting mm-hmm. on him after I slapped and chopped. Yep. And I quite like it. The only thing is I've chosen purple and yellow as the colours, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that works for Undead. I'm just not sure. I like it. I'm just not sure. I don't think there'll be as much yellow on the other guys. So, like, mummies in particular won't have an awful lot of yellow. I don't think the no, the flesh golems won't have much either. So that might be decent. I just, if I take the yellow away... It then becomes, how do I redo this guy? You replace the yellow with blue and then give him a yellow face. Why a yellow face? 
He's a, skull, you'll be... he's a skeleton. He's got I know. a skull face. Uh, okay. I'm with you now. I'm with you now. I should get those models too, though. Correct. Also that. Incidentally, while we're talking on this, when when are we getting the Masters of the Universe game? It's supposed to be before Christmas. Well, Christmas is coming. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So that's my hobby that I've been doing. Um, I have been getting a bit distracted because I did pick up Gotham Knights. And so there's been quite a few hours on that so far. It's decent. Oh, that's not a uh, <laughs> shining, it's, glowing no, endorsement. Look, I wanted more. It's not an Arkham game, which okay. is uh, the end result. is It's not Arkham, and it's kind of trying to be, but it's failing. However, I did have a random guy jump into my game the other night, hmm. and it was very cool. Oh, because it's co-op. To be isn't it? It's yeah, it's it's I think it's up to four player co-op. And that was fun. It's just, yeah, when you get you get out and you go you've got your home base, you go out and you do night patrol. And in doing missions on the night patrol, you will progress the storyline. But there are random crimes going on that you can go and beat up or not beat up, as the case may be. And Gotham's quite big, so getting around Gotham, especially before you unlock like the fast travel, can be a little bit tedious. Uh, and you get certain powers as you level up your guy, right? So, which is fine and dandy, you know. You you superheroes should be pretty cool, have all the special abilities mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. But this is the Bat Family. And I'm mainly playing as Red Hood, right? Red Hood has this ability. He's really cool. He shoots people. It's great. Uh, But he has this ability where he can, when he's, because you normally get around by zip lines, your grapple gun. But when he's in the air, he can press the right trigger to do like a mystic jump. And it just sort of jumps on air. It's like a magic jump in the middle of the air. Ooh, kind of, that's... I don't know, like crackdowny. And it, I, it I mean, really... I'm getting, I'm getting Mario Brothers vibes here. Yeah, like it, it's, it's that. I mean, it's cool and it helps me get to places. And I use it all the time. But every time I use it, it takes <laughs> die, me out. I die it, a little inside. It just crushes the soul, man. Uh, so, Gotham Knights. If you are a Batman fan, worth playing. Also worth probably waiting for a sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So worth we playing. Think... I, I, I paid full price. I mean, I feel like that's in character also. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Batman, day one purchase. Do you think anyway. maybe that the multiplayer is where it shines? I would think so. I've only had one person jump into my game and... Because I'm trying to progress the storyline and I don't necessarily want to jump into a random person's game in case they're a bit further than I am. Mm-hmm. No spoilers, please. But yeah, the the one thing that the one or two missions that I did with this guy, multiplayer, really fun. Really cool to have two people going. 
and you know we got caught in a like a I'm just gonna say like a tunnel of death, let's say, where there were traps all over the place and old chestnut kept dying over and over and over again. But it only took one of us to get to the end to progress okay. the mission. So we didn't both need to. It was just, you know, reach this point, cuts in, now you're back together, which was cool. So yeah, I died a lot in that tunnel and he got me to the end. Let's put it that way. That's why having a second player is a winner. <laughs> yes. Give me somebody better than myself, please. I need, I need somebody carry this team anyway. <laughs> uh. Anywho. Uh, that's it for, for hobby. What we used to do before we got caught up in other stuff is try and play a whole heap of different games and see how we do. Did talk about them. What we liked. What we liked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's go back. We played some games. We did play Mm -hmm. particularly a game, Mm -hmm. but a game was played and it was, it was delicious. (laughs) It it felt, it felt like simpler times. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, it's, it's gotten me in the mood. I want to, I want to branch out. I want to play some more games. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of. Involves leaving the house a bit, which is a bit tricky at the moment, but the motivation is is coming. Okay. This is this is good news. Yeah. I mean it doesn't always have to involve leaving the house. No socializing is also. Yeah. I don't know. Like there's a little bit of that as no fair call. People <laughs> are shit. Uh we had what do we have? There was six of us. There was. Oh, my God. He does a quick count. Yep. Six of us. So we were joined by, so it was you and I, uh, James, Gertzi, Moose, and Alice all got together and played Zombicide. Now, we've played Zombicide before, and I'm pretty sure we've done an episode on it before as well. But what we haven't played is the second... Season? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Is it a season? It is a second season. It's second edition. Yeah. Maybe the season is, is more Blood Bowl. <laughs> that's why we're getting distracted again. Who would have thought that's where Who, my head went? No, no. You never. Second edition Zombicide. Now, for those that haven't listened to our previous episode on Zombicide, and why would you? I uh, wouldn't. Or, no, I wouldn't. I haven't. Yeah. I did, but when it came out, because I like to Rookie. see how crap I am. Um, I can tell you if you'd like. I, I'm listening to it firsthand. Please don't. Don't crush me. <laughs> Zombicide. Zombicide is a zombie survival game. So co-op. You, it is co-op, and that is the greatest thing about it. I, I, there is nothing better than a co-op game for me. You know, some of the games that we've played the most of, like Marvel United, except for example, co-op, you work together, you try and beat the system, like Rage Against the Machine, and sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, like Rage Against the Machine. I don't know where that's coming from. When did did they lose? Oh, they split up. (laughs) They gave up. They'd had enough of raging and machines. But the good ones joined Audio Slave, so it was okay. (laughs) 
It's a co-op game where you are faced, you are a survivor in the zombie apocalypse. And being the zombie apocalypse, there are an apocalypse. Zombies. There are an apocalyptic amount of zombies coming yeah. your way. Some would say several. Some would say, some would have better words. Uh, but yes, there are zombies. There are lots of zombies. This is a a progression game. So as you are playing each mission, you will gain experience and you will level up. The trick to zombie side, which is what makes it fun, is that as you level up, the quantity and or quality of the zombies coming at you each round also level up. So the higher level you go, the more zombies come. And the zombies don't care how many of you are level two or three or four. No, no, no. They just, they just go on for the head. That's it. They, they understand this concept of just t- cut the head off the snake. Um, so two more grow in its place. No, that, that's yeah. a hydro. Um, <laughs> as soon as one person goes Hell up a level, more zombies come. So the whole co-op aspect of it takes a, a totally new swing because you're not, you're trying to level up together. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you want people to not do things. Yes. It's very important that somebody does not do a thing. Yep, because if somebody does a thing and everybody else has not done said thing, then all of a sudden there's more zombies and life is more difficult yeah. for everybody. What What's the collective noun for zombies? Zombie? Well, uh, yeah, but you know how it's like a murder of crows oh, or okay. a parliament of owls or a, I'm like, is it an apocalypse of zombies? Mm. Is it just a... Of zombies? Is that Brains maybe the... Of zombies? Um, I don't know. You keep talking. I'm going to look into this. Yeah, okay. That's important. That's Sorry. Very important. Great podcast. <laughs> the, the, the moral of the story here is however many people are playing, you all choose your character at the start. All of those characters have some kind of difference in abilities and that generally resolves in the skill trees that they can have access to. So as you progress and you level up to the next one, look, everybody gets a free action for their first one generally. And then it starts to kind of branch out and one character might be more range focused and one character might be more melee focused and one my character might be just, uh, I, you know, eventually heal somebody if they make level 47. Um, so that's kind of the the starting basis for your characters. The other thing that they are very good at is theming characters off popular culture. So you look at the characters just out of the base game and you can kind of see the references. And then because it's a cool mini or not game, there is the Kickstarters and the expansions and all of the other stuff that invariably take that subtle nod to popular culture wrap it around a sledgehammer and hit you in the face with it. Yes. Uh, so Side First Edition had so many extra characters you could play as so many different versions of, I don't know, who have I got? I've got, you know, Miller from Resident Evil, the number of the Big Bang Theory people. Rambo, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Uh, you name it, they've done it. 
you know, even the, and uh, they weren't done as well because they were medieval based, but the medieval version of Zombicide, like there's, there's a Batman in there. There's a Joker. There's Tim the Enchanter from Monty Python. Glorious. And one of the abominations, so the other half of this is there are different types of zombies that you can get. Regular, everyday walkie zombies, slightly faster, angry, runny zombies, big, chunky hard to kill zombies and abominations which as as you think of resident evil one the end bit you, you sort of see where we're going here right there is an abominable bunny that is the the little bunny from holy grail <laughs> what is he behind the bunny it is the bunny it's it's they do that it's as i said subtle as an axe to the head but Glorious in all of the right ways. There was oh, there was a, a rip off of the Great Beast of Ark. What was the the word that Donald Trump stumbled over? Confetti oh, the confetti. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, there isn't really a collective noun for zombies, but if you go by Walking Dead, herd is the most common. I. I choose not to go by Walking Dead rules, if ever. I mean, I, I just, I just don't think Neighbours with Zombies is the best. <laughs> um, anyway, you and your fellow survivors are tasked with a certain amount of things to do in each level or each mission, let's say. And you have to do those things all the while competing with the amount of zombies that are coming at you. And the more stuff you do, the more high up you go on that little level tree, the more zombies are coming straight at you. So to really break this down, the board is made up of a whole bunch of tiles that look like streets Mm -hmm. and buildings. Now, zombies show up randomly every turn from from various locations just just wander onto the board and they they kind of chase you down slowly in their zombie way but equally there is generally a number of zombies in every house so if you open the door to a building that has not been opened before you then have to see how many zombies are in every single room of that building moral of the story so often the objectives of the game are in, you know, they slightly counter that. You know, I'm like, just stay away from the zombies. But no, to win the game, first of all, you've got to go and search rooms for maybe some supplies or go grab some objectives or, you know, med med supplies or something. It doesn't really matter, right? You've got to go into these places, find the things that you need to find, do the things that you need to do, and then escape, which is spelled exactly the same way as escape. Um, Run away. (laughs) Still stuck on the Monty Python stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I was about to say. I've got a fighting Nemo. Where are you? Come on, catch up. (laughs) (laughs) So we we played, we had a couple of people. We played a couple of missions. And this is second edition. So out of pure curiosity and from the fact that, come on, uh, completely sucking me dry with the amount of cool stuff that they are producing for Zombicide, especially second edition. Uh, I bit the bullet and bought 
second edition, even though I had first edition. And we gave that a go, and there are a number of rule changes from first to second. The basic premise of the game is exactly the same, but a couple of key things is you used to you used to get you used to have two health, and as soon as you took your your second point of damage, so third point of damage, you were dead in first mm -hmm. edition. And each point of damage, you would lose one of your five inventory slots. Five or four. four. Either way, I never really understood the... I mean, I understood the game mechanic, mm. but I never understood the... Like, it, it struggled... I struggled to find, like, an immersive reason for that. Yeah, I was the same. Like, why am like, I... Getting, I've gotten scratch by a zombie or whatever, and why does that mean I have to drop a bag of rice? Correct. When I can still function with both of my limbs, with, with weapons in both of them, like it's just the amount of stuff I can carry yeah. that changes. Yes. So that was first ed. A second edition, they have given everybody one extra bit of health so all adult survivors have three health now it's easier huzzah there are kid survivors as well they have your two health which is what you used to for the other one but they also get a skill where they can get away from zombies a lot easier so there are pros and cons to playing a kid character yeah who would have thought you you can kind of you know sneak a little bit better but you die a little bit faster yeah the when you take damage, no longer lose equipment, which is great because that aspect, as we said, didn't seem to much make much sense really. the The other two key differences, which I'll mention, is in first edition, you break open a door and mm -hmm. look into a four room house. You would then draw cards to find out how many zombies were in each of those four rooms. In second ed, you're only spawning them in the so-called dark rooms. So there are some rooms which are darker than others in the room, in the houses, and they are the rooms that spawn zombies. So not only are you not spawning zombies in every room, but those rooms are dark. It's harder to see, which makes more sense mm -hmm. for a zombie apocalypse or a zombie movie or whatever, however you want to rule itself as. wonder why zombies are scared of the light. Like, I don't know. I, not being a, a full zombie aficionado, I didn't think they'd give any shits how dark the room was. No, never as never far know. as a game mechanic, it works pretty shy because the second half of this, which is the bit that I like, is normally I can shoot a zombie. And if I'm sitting in one square on the board, I can shoot a zombie potentially in the next square of the board, depending on what my, my weapon is. If I have something I can shoot with, I cannot throw my baseball bat. A square or pan, um, or any of those kind of things. <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah, I can't. I can't pan a zombie from a square away. But if the zombies are in the dark rooms, because it's dark, they harder to hit. So all of a sudden, you can 
choose to stay back and, and wait for the zombies to come to you, but then the zombies are closer. You can choose to go into the dark and play in the zombies in their natural habitat, or you can stand back in the light and try and pick off the zombies in the dark, but they're in the dark and you can't see them real good, so you do miss a lot. Yeah. That I liked. I really liked. Because, mm. I mean, it made more sense for there not to be every single room full of zombies. I mean, mm-hmm. and there, there's no doubt some buildings that will be full of dark rooms and, and thus full of zombies. But every single house in First Ed that you open up or every building it was unusual to get, block. Yeah. It was unusual to get rooms with no zombies. Yeah. Only and often there was more than one. Guard. Yes. Yeah. And then they all come at you and, and yeah. Anyway. Uh, the other thing that's changed while we're talking on shooting is the rules have changed for shooting into melee as well. Mm-hmm. So it used to be that if you rolled hits when you were shooting into a melee combat, so you're standing a square away, you've got a pistol and you're shooting into at a zombie that is attacking your best friend in the square next to you. In first ed, those hits would count against your best friend. First, and then when he was dead, then you'd start hitting the zombie. That's who we hit first. We always yeah. aim for the friends, especially when they're surrounded by zombies. Like it's just the merciful thing to do. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but now, now it's more. You know, if you miss, then you're hitting your friend, which so it I makes like. more sense. We it's... are aiming for the zombies. If we don't get the zombies. Accidents happen, um, but it doesn't seem like we're intentionally firing on our friends rather than trying to save them. Let's just assume that if we're this far into a zombie apocalypse and we're still alive and not a zombie, that we've probably fired a gun somewhat decently. Broad assumption, I know, but it kind of makes sense. You've had to have a fair old crack. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The third thing that I I really, I think we're up to three. I don't care. The one that I really liked. So in the first edition, to win the game, somebody, generally, one of the survivors needed to exit the the board, Mm. do all the things that you need to do, and then escape. And often playing first edition, the way that you did that, it was to sacrifice somebody else in the team and feed them to the zombies while you made a hasty getaway. I seem to remember, yeah, it was way back in Jan that we were playing first ed. And it was in my on my birthday. And I seem to remember sacrificing myself in the last mission to hold off the wall of zombies that were coming at us. And my awesome cool priest-looking guy just went down in, in glory as everybody else escaped. Yeah. Which worked well for us. We won the game. You mm-hmm. died. Everybody wins. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was a priest. He probably enjoyed it. Um, the change here, though, with second edition is to win the game, everybody, all the survivors, everybody playing needs to get out. There's no more, you know, either just 
pushing someone into the lion's den and making a dash for it. It's no more I'll survive as long as I can run faster than the next guy and there's no more being a martyr. Um, you all out or everybody's done. And I really, it makes it harder. It makes it. It does. Oh, it's juicy though. Oh, it, it, and it just, it makes more sense in the way. I mean, that's why they've given us more health. Uh, but there's this caveat that everybody, as soon as somebody dies, everybody loses. Game mm-hmm. over, mission over. And it adds so much more to the game, I think. Yeah. It, it just ups the stakes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, often late game first edition, it'll be like, all right, well, how can we collectively win the game? And it's by, all right, this person needs to die and then that person needs to die and then you and you escape and then we all win. Yeah. And and it kind of made light of those sacrifices. There Not is no more. more. There's no, no more, more sacrifices. Everybody goes down on a sinking ship together. So, yeah, that's pretty much the differences. The game as a whole more or less plays exactly the same apart from those sort of differences. Uh, but there are more missions, more dudes to play as, more zombies. I will say I did think that there were more zombies. I've played a fair amount of Season 1, mm-hmm. and I feel like Season 2 had more zombies on the board at any given time. Even though we're not spawning as many in the houses. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the decks have changed a little bit. Very possible. I have not compared. Neither, but. Anyway, six of us got together. We played three missions. We played the mission number zero, which is the tutorial, which is basically everybody needs to get all the objectives and the pimp weapon crates. These are new too, pimp weapon crates. Ah, They're printed on the board, so they're in pretty much every game that you're going to play, and they give you cool stuff. Cool weapons. Used to find them only in the pimp wagons first aired. Yeah, or was there ones where they sometimes had them in like the little, because they had the, like the basement tile thing where you go down the trap door and you go up the, go into the other room and sometimes they had funky weapons in them too. Don't know if I ever got that far. I always used to, when I played Zombieside, I always used to play the first couple of missions over and over and over again because it was different people usually. Yeah. I remember one where you went down a little trap door and it went into a room and then I think that had some funky in it. Anyway, same story. Yeah, first mission is like two tiles, right? Fairly close. And get the... um, the boxes, the objectives, and get out. Nice and easy. No problems. We smash that one. It's like we've done it before. Yeah. Uh, mission number one, which was the second mission for the night, upped it from two boards to nine, which is the standard for every other game onwards. That's a significant increase. It is slightly significant. It's a much bigger board. We had to search pretty much as many rooms as we could find to get a bag of rice, canned food, or water. Three of those. We needed three of any of them. I like the vagary of canned food. Yes. Like what what food? Well, it's probably missing its label. It absolutely was. But we don't check. It could be PAL. 
Mm-hmm. But we're really hoping for peaches. It's the moral of the story. What was that in? I was just thinking that. Unlabeled stuff, which was peaches. That was in a movie, wasn't it? I'm going to say yes. Oh, all right. Somebody let me know. Somebody messaged me that. They found unlabeled canned stuff. It was a, probably a post-apocalyptic movie of some sort, and they opened it up, and it was peaches, and they were very happy. Anyway, three of those and get an objective token with each survivor and then get the hell out. We completed that one. Yay. It was a little bit harder than the it first was, one. Yes, that was that was definitely the experience. Yes. Uh, then, of course, we moved on to the third mission. And this one, we needed to arm the team. So we needed to, every survivor needed to open a pimp weapon case and get a cool weapon. And then everybody needed to get out. Importantly, in Cormac McCarthy's The Road, 2006, a man and the boy discover a cache of supplies in which canned peaches are a noticeable delicacy, making a respite and return to normality amongst the carnage of the new world. The Road. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. That was that was legitimately the first thing that came up. Okay. I haven't seen it. This is peaches, peaches. All right. I mean, they come in a can. They would put there by a man in a factory downtown. (laughs) Now, if I had my little bay, I'd eat peaches every day. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Moving on. We're on. We're we're past the peaches. We're on to pimp weapons. Can you make a song out of pimp weapons? Pimp weapons. Yeah, pimp weapons. No, actually don't. But uh, So, yeah, we all needed a pimp weapon and we needed to get out. And this one, we... I We got about halfway, didn't we? Look, uh, uh, yeah. We started doing well and then all of a sudden things went shit very quickly. And I think we lost two people in the same round. And that was it. Yeah, it went it went south real quick, didn't mm. it? All right, I've got one of those ones where like the runners or something went twice. We got one of those cards and and everything went to hell. So, but overall, like really, really fun. Uh, Planning on doing this again soon. So probably put the word out on Discord uh, when we can. It'll be after Thoughtless Bowl when we can get another session going and... Do some more. Then we start, then we start booking in some semi-regular type things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Getting so close import- to Christmas. Perfect time to do it. Whilst we're doing a Dungeon Bowl knockout. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm 100% on board. Oh, look, so I'm going to the last one round in Dungeon Bowl. Oh, you and me both, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, so I have Murder Weapons by Project Pimp. I have Protected by the Nina Weapon by Shorty Pimp. No, and I have I, Weapons of Mass Hypnosis by Alien Pimp. Yeah, no. Nah, no. Nah. It's, it's, it's all I got. 
No, I don't even know what they are. Neither do I. I this doesn't sound like music at all. <laughs> sounds, sounds like that newfangled music. I used to be into what was hip. And they changed what it was. <laughs> and what's it now is new and scary to me. That's it. Zombicide, definitely recommend. Um, it like is legitimately that game, right, that you could bust out just with your family mm-hmm. and no one is going to be lost about heads, confused and it's not the thing where you're, you're like your, your brother-in-law is going to be like, what's going on? I don't understand. Why have you done a thing? Why does that? How come he's got none of that? It's, it is simple to play after the tutorial, which, as I say, goes for super quick, is people get it. Yeah. And that's the cool thing, I think, is that the – the fun from this comes into the co-opness. Yes. The game does its game thing. That's full cool. The actual mechanics are relatively simple and then it's okay. We collectively can do these things. What is the best way for us as a collective to achieve the objectives? And as the, the game kind of changes the scenario, you have to adapt and negotiate and talk through it and and kind of, oh, if I do this, you could do this. Well, how come you do that? And then you give me your weapons and I'll do this thing and then I'll throw them to this guy and he'll do a thing. And like that's where the fun is. But that's just... That is just the negotiation and the conversation around the table. That isn't even really part of the game. No. That, but that's that's the fun bit. Um, so, it, honestly, it's one of those that gets everybody involved and it gets everybody involved regardless of experience level. Um, as you could you could play it with hardcore nerds and you can play it with your, your family and you're all going to have fun regardless. And that's where I really think the joy of zombie side, they've just nailed that line. Mm-hmm. It is so, yeah, we had six of us. I think there were two players that had never played it before. And like, like that they were in. Yeah. You know, uh, and then be, being come on miniatures, um, there are so many things that you can get. There's second ed hasn't been out overly long. I don't think there's already two, box expansions for it and they're releasing new characters so on the way is batman dark knight's metal so joker uh, batman who laughs and all the various evil batman uh they're all coming out as minis that you can play zombicide with the one that they did after that was the boys so straight from the comic when you say they're coming, I mean, you you mean to your house because you've already ordered them? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I'm glad we just clarified that. Well, yeah, those ones I'm getting through work. The one that's currently up for pre-order at the moment, which I'm very, very tempted by, is uh, Iron Maiden. So all the various eddies from, you know, Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Summer in Time, all I mean, those iconic 80s uh, characters that you can play Zombicide with. What Iron Maiden song makes a bad kind of theme tune to Zombicide? Like, there are none. They all work. Fear of the Dark, The Trooper, Number of the Bee. Like, I mean, I'm just going through the the headlines, the singles here, but there's no bad. Be quick or be dead. Mother Russia, I don't think works, but anyway. Yeah, 
Alexander the Great. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. That's fine. It's just one of the abominations. <laughs> All right. Give him but a yeah, hat. So many cool minis that you can get for this game, which is ironic given the name of the company that makes them. <laughs> but Zombicide, well worth it. Really enjoy it. If you're on our Discord, check out and you know there will be a post coming soon about the next session guaranteed mm -hmm. we're moving on we're not we're not going back we're not doing the tutorial again uh we failed in mission three shall we do it again shall we try and finish it or do I we mean, go straight on to four i mean <laughs> I, f I feel like we should all right it depends sounds like really a here Sounds so, like well, uh, nah, screw that. That gives too many people opinions. Democracy doesn't work. Um, so <laughs> I suppose the question here is, does the completionist in you require us to finish all of the missions? Nope. Not with Zombicide because, like I said, you know, there are – I always kept using – having to play the same missions over and over again as I taught more people. Um, there are 26 missions in this book. Right. So, so what I'm hearing is we just play each one once and then when we can be bothered, we go back and replay the ones that we didn't succeed in. Yeah, that seems fair. I like it. Anyway. Take, take that you, democracy. Yes. Screw you, democracy. Uh, have you played anything else? Let's skip I, Blood Bowl. Have ooh, you played anything else? Um, I, I've, I've played more Blood Bowl. Yeah, we're skipping that. I've, um, next episode, we'll do a we'll do a league okay. breakdown. Actually, next I've, episode will possibly be a thoughtless ball wrap up. I mean, sevens. Does mm -hmm. that count? That's possible. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> did I mention blood ball? <laughs> no, I have been basically doing it. There's. There's sneaky other little projects kind of in the wings, but fundamentally Blood Bowl has been where I have, I, I had a laser-like focus. <laughs> no, fair call. Um, I have been playing another game, which I wanted to mention as well. So, Hussy. <gasps> yes, two games. What's going on? So me and a couple of friends get together roughly every two weeks. And we are currently going through Hero Quest. Was that an intake of you're, breath because you were about to say something, or is it you're, just... you're, 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 no, I was just adding drama, to be honest. <laughs> um, Fake drama. That's what we need for the listeners. Um, I, I feel like now we, we need to do like the law and order thing. So every time we say Hero Quest, it's like dun 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, Hero Quest, the old <gasps> game. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> uh, so, Hero Quest. So, are you questing for heroes? Is that, that the moral No, we have the heroes on the quest. Ah. Multiple quests, in fact. Is, is there four heroes? Because you could be four heroes questing four heroes. But if there's more than that, it doesn't really work. It was like, like six heroes questing for you. Tinder or something. Yeah. 
sure, why not? Um, Swipeth left. <laughs> quite. The original game came out way back when, when I was a kid, and, I, and me and my brother used to play it and loved it to death. And they have re-released it, and it is pretty much the same sort of game. They've renamed some of the characters to try and drop a bit of the GW... Ness? Yeah, not rights, I suppose, but yeah, the GW-ness. Let's go with that. Uh, and But they have added more. So the old edition had four characters you could be. There was the wizard, there was the elf, there was the barbarian, and there was the dwarf. Okay, none of which are particularly GW-nessist. No, no. I mean, they weren't the ones that were named. I mean, there was a Chaos Warrior, for example, which is now a Dread Warrior. Right. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, the Finia? Finia? F-E-N-I-R? Oh, the Fermia. Yeah. Fermia? Yeah. yeah. That was an old GW race, wasn't it? That's yeah, just it called an abomination they, they now. Squatted those. Anyway. Anyway, that sort of stuff's going on. So you choose a character, you jump into this world or dungeon or whatever the case may be, depending on the quest. The board is exactly the same, but the rooms will differ from game to game. So you won't use all of the rooms in all of the games. You will just have the GM or the person, either the person controlling the monsters, so you can have one person controlling, or you can use an app. And the app I have actually used, I played the first mission with my brother using the app, and it was actually quite quite well done like better let's be clear then what i'm hearing is you've got a suboptimal gm controlling the monsters <laughs> there and we just need to replace him with an app oh he might be listening don't don't say that <laughs> actually he'll probably agree with anyway uh so we've been going through we have done i think we've done 11 missions now out of the original book so the same four of us playing the characters, we started off with the basics. We started off with the elf, the dwarf, the barbarian, and the wizard. The elf gets three spells and is reasonably decent at fighting. So the wizard gets nine spells and is not decent at fighting. Surprise. And those spells are interesting because, like, he... You can only use each of those spells once per game. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So it becomes a real thing. Like, for example, there's a genie card, which is quite powerful, but once you use it, it is gone, and you cannot use it again. So it's a matter of saving it for the right moment. There are healing spells, but again, you've got to use them at the right moment because you, know, you use them too early, you've wasted them, and then somebody's in a world of hurt. The Barbarian, very good at fighting. Dwarf. De very good at fighting as well, not quite up to the barbarian, but also can disarm traps. So the four of them standard ones. We have progressed through, like I said, 11 of these missions. We have lost the wizard. I don't know. I've lost track of how many okay. times. How many missions? 11. Okay. Yeah, so... Probably, we're probably looking five... Okay. Five or six times the wizard has died. Yeah. Uh, the elf once, but we managed to resurrect the elf in that game. So I don't think that technically counts. We lost the dwarf a couple of missions in. 
and then picked up a bard. So the dwarf became a bard, which is a brand new character. Bard gets a couple of so uh, songs that he can sing. You know, he does a bit of fighting. But the the interesting thing is, that, for example, this one of the songs is a song of uh, inspiration, which mm -hmm. gives whoever you sing it to one extra combat dice on their next roll to hit. Are you making whoever is playing the bard actually sing a song of inspiration at the point in time that is played? pretty sure because it's moose he would do it so no <laughs> <laughs> i mean at the moment all i have going through my head is scanlon's hand but um yeah uh so yeah so the dwarf has now become an orc bard uh in the last mission we did lose the orc bard as well <gasps> an orc bard i love it already yeah so the mission previous to that we lost the wizard again so the wizard yeah. has now become a warlock the Orc Bard we lost in the last mission and has now, because we are a equal opportunity group of heroes and also very racist, we've just picked up a, another Orc Bard who looks exactly the same. The Barbarian, who I am playing, touch wood, haven't died yet. Yet. Yet I've beefed him up. He's got a decent amount of equipment and stuff, so he's now rolling like four dice in attack and five in defense when he started off with three in attack and two in defense. Uh, but, yeah, look, the hero quest so much fun. Like, it just it brings back the memories of playing as a kid with my brother, and, yeah, it, it's fun having that, that regular group that you get together with, uh, and just play a game or two. And some of these missions are, are actually absolutely hilarious. We played a mission, not last time, the time before, where it was like a wizard's secret lair where he was hiding his gold. And as soon as somebody walked through the first door, they got teleported into a random room. We had to roll dice every time we walked through a door to find out where the hell we were ending up, which made made it very difficult to stay together and thus very difficult to protect everyone. So, The wizard some, died. The wizard died, yes. Uh, the elf died first in that one, but like I said, we resurrected her and then, then the wizard died and we had used the resurrection once-off potion that we had. How you, incidentally, how you have a potion of resurrection, I do not know. Like, do you just pour it down the throat of the dead person? How do they swallow? Just, do you have to drink the potion? It could just be a topical solution. So you're saying instead of swallowing, we could just splash it all over their face? I, I feel like, I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, so the moral of the story here is there's a couple of things here. Is firstly a topical. What we've learned here is that potion is kind of a generic term for some kind of healing medical thing, um, and it could actually be a resurrection cream. Or, it would be like balm of resurrection. Yeah, that's that's alright. That's where I'm at. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, the second question is, if you have if you do have to actually consume it, right? So it is poured down the throat. It would then be digested. What if that person then peed on the next person to die? We didn't try that. Oh, oh man. 
You're quite yeah. right. We should have done that. Absolutely should have done that. Now, but then, then yeah, we wouldn't have a warlock now. We'd have, I don't know, <laughs> still the fifth edition of the wizard. Yeah. And I do like the almost the, 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 the canon situation here where the wizards died, made some kind of <laughs> pact <laughs> with an, and then being kind of reborn rather but, than having a whole new character come along. That's yeah. less fun. The, the thing is, when, when, when you die in this game, if there's nobody around you when you die, right? So if you're, for example, teleport into a room with a couple of Dread Warriors. I keep on going yep. to say Chaos Warriors because... That's what they, they are. are. We know it. Let's just call um, them. And they promptly annihilate you. They're going to loot your shit. So they, you lose everything that you were carrying. And we've gone through, like I said, 11 missions. We've picked up some decent stuff. So... But if somebody's there, then they can pick up the stuff. Yes. So, but they've got to be in the same room. So when the bard died last game, one of us happened to be in the same corridor, see him go down, grab his stuff, and we've just palmed that on to the next orc bard that we've seen, and he's decided to join us. So it's like nothing happened at all. I, I even feel like this orc bard hasn't actually realized what's going. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And you guys haven't even noticed that it's a different orc. And he's like, oh, you dropped all this shit. Here, come this way. And he's just a little bit dazed and confused and he's following blindly. What are you talking about? My name is not George. Um, <laughs> Why do they yeah. keep calling me that. <laughs> but he's, he's a bard. Like he's, he's built his reputation on being, you know, a showman and being nice to all. He's not going to correct us. No. <laughs> you know that thing where you, you've forgotten somebody's name, but you've been around them for too long now that it's kind of awkward to ask, so you mm -hmm. just never use it? Yeah, I feel like it's in that situation there. We just, it's now like, oh, mate, yeah, do you what's going on? <laughs> hey, I this, you. Yes. I had this friend at uni. And she used to call, she thought my name was Chris for some reason. So she kept on calling me Chris. And I never corrected her. And six months down the track, we were six months into first year uni. And this is funny because we, like, I'd never, I spent a bit of time with her just one on one, but most of the time I was with other people. And, about six months down the track, she called me Brett. I'm like, hang on, what did you call me? And she said, oh, sorry, you you just look like a Brett. I'm like, I, I am a Brett. <laughs> I got hit for that. I remember that. That is, that is glorious. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that Hero Quest. Zombicide Hero Quest. Two awesome, awesome, awesome games. Uh, Co-op for the most part, unless you've got a guy doing the, the evil monster stuff. Uh, for Hero Quest, but yes, yeah, so much fun. Both of them, so much fun. Heartily endorse. The only downside to either or both is that you then have to coordinate a group of people to be available at the same place and the same time, preferably in a semi-regular basis. Hero Quest, we, we're doing that, and, and I think we're getting a bit tricky because, for example, tomorrow is... Hero Quest Night, which two of us can't make. 
so we're going to have to postpone. We, we have done a couple of sessions where one person has not been able to make it. But uh, on the whole, we're trying to get it fairly regularly. Uh, Zombicide, six players. So as long as you and I are there, I don't care who the other four are. We can the just rotate other, through the, the Discord people. other piece here, though, is that there is no continuity and character progression between missions, right? So True. You, you rock up, you play. It's almost like a new... Uh, they're... they're you, Kind of like shorts. It's it, it's a separate. Yeah. It, it's like it's like um, Love, Death, and the Robots. It's a whole new episode every time. It's new characters. It's new everything. Um, it's just in the same world. So I feel like it works for Zombie Side. Yes. Yeah. I feel I feel like that is the case. Also. Very still cool. getting still. a group of people at one place in one time. It's, yeah. it's a thing. It's a thing. So I think that's probably about it for this episode. Yes. Um, we've talked a little bit, Thoughtless Bowl, Saturday week, Saturday the 12th, throw the bars. So bonus. goddamn close. I so close. Smell we it. are sold out. I'm so impressed about that. It's yeah. probably, what, double our biggest one yet? Close to, yeah. Yes. I haven't. And we are sold out with a waiting list. If you are interested, jump on the waiting list. That's on the Facebook event. Uh, But otherwise, if you're not coming and you're at all interested, follow Facebook. Jump in our Discord. I'll be doing regular updates each round on who's playing who and who's winning, who's losing, who's cheating and got four giants on their team, that sort of stuff. Part. I feel like that would yeah. be noticeable. That would yeah. be that would be difficult to pass off. Props for trying, though. Oh yeah, good effort. We also have a competition. <gasps> we do. Yes, it is a mammoth bumper. Like it, it, it's it's like the Christmas catalog of competitions. It is. It, it literally is because we're it's sort of like a Christmas present for somebody at the end. So we are giving away one of the games that we've played probably the most in the last year. So Blood Bowl obviously. Uh, Dungeon Bowl or Marvel Crisis Protocol. You get to choose. Whoever wins gets to choose which one of those they would like. There are, it's pretty much like and tag a homie, a tag a friend, tag a, an acquaintance, tag a family member, tag your girlfriend who has no interest in what you're doing. Tag, to oh, yeah, to um, be fair, she does that to me all the time, the <laughs> shit that I don't want. So I feel like it's only fair occasionally to do that back. Um, tag the second profile that you've created for the purposes of tagging a friend in competitions. Yeah, yeah, any of those will do. Like and tag somebody, That's get that gets you an entry. But we are doing this for you guys uh, as a bit of a thank you for all the support that you guys have given us throughout the year. So if you have entered one of our painting competitions this year, you will also get an extra entry as long as you like and tag somebody in the first place. You need to actually do the thing, guys. You can't can't rest on your laurels. Then you get the extra stuff. Then you get the women. Then you get the power. Then you get the shortbread. I don't know. So... (laughs) 
Oh, that will get shortbread season. I reckon I saw Danish. I saw Danish butter cookies in Aldi the other day, and I was a little bit excited. I saw a Christmas ad this evening on TV. I mean, to be fair, I have been eating mince pies since July, so you know, (laughs) those things are the best. Yep. If you have been or are coming to one of our Blood Bowl events this year, you will get an extra entry, and if you are a Patreon. So this is, I mean, all our giveaways are funded by our patrons, some people that are nice enough to throw us a couple of bucks every month so that we can do this sort of stuff, which we really appreciate. Uh, If you are a Patreon for the months of November and or December on specific tiers, which is pretty much everything but the bottom tier, you will get one extra entry for every month that you're a Patreon. So one for November, one for December if you do both. So what's that? Liking, tournament, painting comp, Patreon. That's like five possible entries that you could have into this. That's that's a lot of chances. It is a lot of chances. And still, what I say is, you know, it could be the one person with one one entry. That we have seen that. Through. We have seen that time and time again. <laughs> Yeah. So, look, absolutely. But, I mean, I suppose the cool thing is, is, you know, we've had a bunch of people support all the stuff that we've tried to do over the last 12 months between mm-hmm. painting comps and, and blood bowl tournaments and whatever else. Um, and we just want to – and also the patrons are the guys funding this damn thing. So I think it's only fair that they get an extra shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, let's see who, who Stephen Bradbury's this one. That's it. Uh, we also do a monthly giveaway for patrons as well. So if you are a patron, you will get entry into our free monthly giveaway, which is just for you. Uh, congrats to Penny for winning October's one. I just ran that earlier this evening live on Twitch, and his name came up. So we will be shooting you across some exclusive stuff. Exclusive. Exclusives. Now that we've finally got exclusive stuff that I was waiting on. Yes, we do. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes. Uh, so, thank you to all our Patreons. Uh, we have a new one as of yesterday, so thank you for jumping on board, Anthony. It is much appreciated. Uh, even you know, even though you're not doing it for the entries, you just wanted to buy us a coffee, which is not what we spend the money on anyway. So, in respect of that i will allow you to also purchase me coffee don't buy me a coffee buy Uh, you one buy him one because then i will drink it and everybody wins (laughs) (laughs) buy one just for me and then i'll give it to jace because i don't drink coffee everybody wins yeah done uh thanks for listening thanks for everyone for listening to yeah five thousand downloads that's huge for something crappy that we run when we feel like it. It's, yeah, the, look, that's just as unbelievable. So thank you guys. Thank you for all your support. Uh, if you haven't, give us a follow on Facebook, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch, OnlyFans. Jump in our Discord. That's where the magic happens. Uh, it's been going off today, last yeah. few days. It's been going, yeah. going bonkers. Um, I've got nothing done at work today. That's great, isn't it? It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, That's really why we're doing this. <laughs> to avoid work. It seems like the thing to do. 
Thank you for listening, guys. We will catch you next time. Probably. Later. Later. Casual gaming. Casual gaming. Casual gaming. Casual gaming.